the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Dennis Prager Show. It's very rare that I am embarrassed to be American, but I am now with regard to our abandoning people who helped us in Afghanistan when we leave. It's so it's so evil what we're doing what the State Department specifically is doing, that you're, you're sort of mystified. We are not enabling people who risk their lives to help us there leave to certain death if they're lucky, torture and rape if they're not. The... It makes it all the more sick what the left has done to the State Department. BLM flags on U.S. embassies, right? They're woke, but they're despicable. Those who are uh, who are kind to the cruel be cruel to the kind. BLM is cruel. And those who helped us in Afghanistan were kind. And that's how it works in the morally inverted world of the left. These people who claim moral sensitivity, and then, and then when it comes time to actually demonstrate it, it isn't even a big deal. We're, we're not asking people to risk their lives. Just give them visas. Take them to Guam if necessary until you, you expedite uh, their identities. We know who, who were translators for us. It's usually in the realm of translators. I am curious, is there anybody listening who thinks that it is moral or American? I used to think of those terms as fairly contiguous who can defend our abandoning people who helped us in Afghanistan. Look, I can't even defend leaving Afghanistan. <laughs> the The losses are, are very, very small. Every loss is tragic, but you don't, you don't base policy on the tragedy of the individual loss. So, what... Uh, what is the reason for leaving? To say that one of the most vicious groups in the world has defeated us? But I have talked about leaving at other times. I'm now talking about abandoning. 
The uh, you want to you want to put up the Wall Street Journal piece again from last night. Wall Street Journal has a devastating editorial on this. By the way, this would interest me. Does the New York Times have an editorial on this? You're sure. Let's take a look, because before I attack the New York Times uh, for its immoral callousness, in comparison to the Wall Street Journal, I would, I would like to be absolutely certain. Now, this is uh, what came up here. Is, uh, there we go, leaving Afghan allies behind. Editorial board of the Wall Street Journal, abandoning translators to the Taliban is a moral and strategic mistake. The U.S. Embassy in Kabul suspended visa operations on Sunday, citing rising COVID-19 cases in Afghanistan. Oh, my God. Rising COVID cases in Afghanistan. Yes. Stay here so that your family can be slaughtered, literally. You might have COVID. Now it's up to the White House to do more for the Afghans in mortal danger. Mortal danger, correct. As they wait for visas, most U.S. and coalition troops will be out of the country in weeks. But thousands of Afghans who helped allied forces, notably as translators, are being left behind. The special immigrant visa program lets Afghans who worked with the United States for two years move to the U.S. with their spouse and children. About 18,000 applicants await a decision. This could take years. The State Department said that while it's stopping visa interviews in Kabul, it would continue processing applications in Washington. They're very, very good at the State Department, at BLM flags, and what's the, uh, what's the word for the colors of LGBTQ? Pride, Pride colors, yeah. That they are really on top of that. They don't miss a beat. It's unclear how many will be affected, but delays are more than an inconvenience at this late stage of the war. These Afghans will have a bullseye on their backs from the moment we leave the country, said Representative Michael McCall of the House Foreign Affairs Committee in a statement. I looked it up. If you had to bet your life, my friends, think that the, I never heard of this representative. Did you? So I didn't know if he was Republican or Democrat. But if I had to bet my life, I wouldn't bet my life. But if I had to, I'd have bet he was a Republican. And he was. Democrats care about white supremacy, not the death of people who help us. If President Biden abandons them, he is signing their death warrants. Then the Wall Street Journal editorial board adds, this is not an exaggeration. The Taliban is on the move, now contesting more than half of the country's districts and controlling more 
than does the Kabul government. More than 400 central government forces and about 260 civilians were killed last month, the deadliest since the summer of 2019. The Taliban has targeted translators and their families in the past, killing hundreds, and they will continue to do so as they take more territory. The State Department said that COVID-19 killed an embassy employee, and the safety of diplomatic personnel should always be a priority. But the department made a point of vaccinating its staff abroad for a reason. Its work is critical even during a pandemic, as Afghanistan makes clear. Even a functioning visa program is insufficient at this point. President Biden can save lives by doing more, such as the evacuation of applicants to a temporary third country as the process plays out. Or he could provide them with humanitarian parole which grants temporary permission to enter the U.S. The Afghan translators risk their lives helping the U.S., following the rules and earning a chance at the American dream, abandoning them now, is unconscionable. That is correct, unconscionable. There are 102 comments. There are often 1,000. Do people not care? Hmm. When you think about the great uh, Talmudic saying, those who are cool, cruel to the kind will be kind to the cruel. That's, that summarizes the left in a, in a nutshell. I wonder if this is, is crossed Chuck Schumer's mind. Nancy Pelosi's mind crossed their mind. This is the; these are the moments that where I I have this these macro questions. Why do I care and they don't? It it bothers me. I don't, it's not a, I don't I don't want to believe. Uh, I'm not asking the question to say, oh, I'm a better human being. But if I am a better human being for this, why? Why isn't this normal instinct? We save the lives of those who helped us. The Dennis Prager Show. Hi, Dennis Prager here again with a message for anyone struggling with pain. Of course, I want you to know about Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that tens of thousands are now taking every day. I take it every day. I like being out of pain. But I know you may be skeptical. I certainly was. Then I kept hearing about all the people, including my wife, who were no longer in pain. So I decided to give it a try. In fact, listen to Janice's story. I was skeptical at first. But because of the pain that I was having when I would uh, substitute teach and have to climb stairs, so I have lower back, hip, and even knee pain. And after about three weeks, I found that I could climb stairs pain-free. But it wasn't only pain-free. I could do it step over step without holding on the railing. I'm really happy. It makes me feel like I'm young again. That's relieffactor.com or call 800-500-8384. 
will be going with you to Israel. And they got the uh, every four years or five years war out of their system, Hamas. Should be particularly safe. Of course, as I said, I will be going. It is a trip of a lifetime. If COVID taught you anything, it's take it in while you can. And given the non, uh, what was the word, non-assuredness of letting people in who are not vaccinated or, or something related, uh, that you can get uh, your money back till August 2nd, so there's no risk, but you should reserve your place. There's a banner at DennisPrager.com for my trip to Israel. It will be uh, a great, great time, and we need it after this uh, after this year. No, no two ways about that. One eight Prager seven seven six is the number. And you know, I was talking to you about this horrible thing of abandoning people to be sh- to be shot. Was shot is, as I said, lucky. To be beheaded by Taliban, very good chance daughters raped, very good chance son, sons raped, such as the Taliban. And the same people who utterly ignore allowing these people into the United States are big advocates of vast numbers of illegal people, people coming in illegally. These people, oh, we have to we have to give them all sorts of benefits. We have to give them the right of asylum and so on. If only any of these people could just get to Mexico, they'll they'll get in. Irony, isn't it? Why doesn't some uh, some private group of somewhat wealthy people who care about life just get some some of these uh, people out pay El Salvador to let them live there and then then get your, get our own coyotes to bring them in what is the lesson learned help the United States and you'll be abandoned does it, on that alone, even if you just have any sense of moral pride as an American, doesn't that disturb you? Doesn't that disturb the State Department? Doesn't that disturb the Democratic Party? Doesn't that disturb the New York Times? Well, they do have a... Uh, well, the Wall Street Journal has this editorial that I read to you, you'll be happy to know that there is a ma- the major, the lead opinion piece in the New York Times today is about how important it is to teach about pornography to kids in schools. You probably think I'm exaggerating. If you go to the opinion page on the New York Times, the lead piece is, if you ignore porn, 
you aren't teaching sex ed. Refusing to discuss sexually explicit media won't make it go away. Well, okay. And uh, there she's for showing clip. My, my issue, I would, as a parent, talk to my kids about this stuff. I don't want the schools raising my children. <laughs> Putting aside the whole issue of the content of the piece, do you understand what parents have done? This is a new thing in human life. Now, it's been happening for a half century, but it's new. Parents raise children. Schools were adjuncts to the home. Now the home is an adjunct to the school. So interesting. Conservatives were opposed to sex ed from the beginning. And they sounded like prudes. Oh, well, if you don't teach kids about sex, then you will have such an increase in out-of-wedlock births. Like we weren't having it independent of that. Uh, And aren't we having it with it? All we have seen is skyrocketing rates of girls getting pregnant without being married to the, or even committed to the father of the child with all the sex education. My daily request, I'm begging you, for your sake and the country's sake, unless your your child's school is exceptional, take your child out of that school, elementary, high school, or college. Wall Street Journal has another opinion piece today on the use of young people as guinea pigs in the in the vaccine. Again, this is my daily cry to you. Take your child out of college for a year. There's so much they could learn outside of college. So much. There's so much more. That's what I should have said. That they could learn outside. Ah. Tell you the the giving up of one's power over one's own life and the life of one's own family to the state. That in a nutshell is the tragedy of the last hundred years. Let the state take care of you. It's the antithesis of the reason America was founded. Let you take care of you. A brand new idea in history. Yeah, it would be an interesting thing to compare and contrast the opinion pieces and editorials in the Wall Street Journal each day to those of the New York Times each day. Why doesn't it bother the New York Times editorial board that we're going to leave Afghan allies to be murdered. 
It's an open question. It's not rhetorical. We shall return. The Dennis Prager Show. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to tell you about an interesting supplement that has made a big deal in my life. I had the, the pins and needles feeling in my feet. I've had it for about 25 years. It got quite intense. So among the things I did is I had inserts put in, which helped because it lifted the bone from the nerve. And I threw away the inserts last year after I started taking Nerve Renew. I read about Nerve Renew on the internet, and so I tried it out. And amazingly, after about a year, it doesn't happen overnight, I got rid of the inserts I had worn for 10 years. It's minimal, the uh, the pins and needles effect that I have. I'd like you to try it out. Go to NerveRenew.com. They offer a two-week trial of their product and a one-year money-back guarantee at NerveRenew.com or your two-week trial now. I asked them to advertise. That's how effective I think the product is. NerveRenew.com. Hi, everybody. I'm Dennis Prager. July 4th is approaching. If holidays are meaningless, then the country loses one of the most important things it has to keep people American, to keep Americans American. And I'm a big advocate of ceremonies, rituals. Without rituals, these things become meaningless. There's a terrific thing that Neil Poland, who lives in Texas, uh, has created. I participated in this and found it extremely moving, and I would like you to know about it. And Neil Poland, good to have you again on the show. So in the time we have, please describe this terrific thing that you have created for July 4th. Well, thanks, Dennis. Uh, you know, you, you, you inspired me, Dennis, when uh, and I, years ago, Thank you. you. Uh, put out there that we should do more than hamburgers and hot dogs during, during July 4th. Right. So we decided to make a July 4th forgettable event by having a social mixer in which you get to be one of the founding fathers. It's kind of a role-playing event, and it looks something like this. We invite 50 to 100 people to our house. could be 25 as well, but we, we 50 to 100 people. When you get to the front door, you're handed a bio card which describes the founder you're going to be for the day. You have a name tag. On the card, it shows where you are in the famous picture of the signers. We show you your signature on the Declaration of Independence. And then we just kind of ask that you schmooze around and uh, be in that character for as much or as little as you'd like. And so it's a great it's a great icebreaker. It's a great social mixer. And we have uh, a wreath of the Declaration of Independence with a quill pen. And uh, I'll tell you... People stand online for this. And and before we have the signing, we have a town hall meeting. Real quickly, the town hall meeting is a dynamic kind of meeting that says, all right, before we sign this declaration, do any of your founding, do any of your founders have concerns before you sign this? And so we have a couple of people in the audience pre-authorized pre, uh, uh, to say this, 
is one might raise their hand and say, I'm afraid King George is going to come after me. He's going to see my name here. My life's in danger. Someone else might say, God, I'm afraid of being shunned by my neighbors. I'm afraid of losing my wealth. Or, you know, so we get into the real character. And then we all pledge to each other to protect each other with our militias. And we declaration. And we all come together with that. Uh, during the whole time, there is a um, treasure hunt. During the time, there is a treasure hunt for the children uh, to uh, gain points and win something later. And so it becomes a social mixer and keeps the adults engaged. So it's just so thrilling. And uh, you were part of that. I was. Uh, I and you I, Abraham Clark. You were Abraham Clark, I think. I don't remember who I was. I only remember that I had the chills when I signed his name to the declaration, learned about mm -hmm. him, and learned about the other signers. This is, kids find this moving, adults find this moving. So obviously, how do people get this kit? So, so we came out with a kit. It's, uh, our, our business is called Celebrate Our Country. It's dedicated to remembering our country's greatness through these social mixers. It's also constitutional. But this one is called Remembering the Declaration Signers, and you can go to CelebrateOurCountry.com, and you will find there. Or, and, by the uh, way, just let me, tell, let me tell you and everybody else, we're so, so much fans. This, and this is not a paid ad, folks. Just want you to know. This is just because I want you to know about this. It is also up at DennisPrager.com if that's easier for you. I'm a big believer well, in what you're doing, obviously. And well, thank you. You you were the inspiration behind this, and uh, and we're taking it further and further. You certainly uh, are to education. Well, God God bless you, Neil Poland. It is up at DennisPrager.com. The the ceremony of the signing of the declaration. You learn who you are. It is uncanny how rap rapidly you identify with the character you're given, the real person. How many of you could name signers beyond, you know, two or three, beyond John Hancock? It's true for all of us. It's not how many of you, how many can I? And then they become alive. Never... In, in, in American history, was it more important to make July 4th meaningful? Thank you. And Bob in Ridgewood, New Jersey. Probably surprised I took your call. Hi. Uh, I am a little surprised. I know. I know. I, I read my listeners. <laughs> um, I agree with you that we need to be expediting visas for people from Africa. Uh-oh. program. Okay. I'm a little surprised to hear you making an issue of it. Maybe you didn't know what was happening during the Trump administration, but I would re I just want to read you real briefly. This is from May 1st, 2019, so just a couple years ago. In Iraq, there is a backlog of more than 100 people now in the P2 Direct Access program. Last year, 200 were cleared, down from nearly 10,000 in 2016, and the number of Afghans getting visas down 60%. More than 4,000 were cleared in fiscal 2017, compared with only 1,650 in 2018. Was this an issue 
Donald Trump was cutting the number of people getting these visas. So let me ask you a question. I will answer you, and uh, uh, this is human to human. So would you say you've heard me more than 50 times? I'm sorry, what? Would you say you've heard my show more than 50 times, 5-0? Yes. Okay. So what do you think the answer is? Do you think I was quiet about our abandoning Iraqi translators because it was Trump? What do you think the answer is? I, I, I don't know. That's why I called. It's to answer. Right. Okay. If you had to bet, would you just flip a coin? I'm not, I'm not giving you a hard time. I'm curious to know your thinking. Well, not to give you a hard time, and I really mean that. But I, I know, that, I know that. I so I'm just asking, I'm asking your perception of me. I'm, I'm being totally open with you. Do you think okay, that I'll because Trump did it, I don't give a damn about Iraqi translators who helped Americans? Is is that oh, your perception that. of I me? I know you didn't. No, That's I, I, you asked the question, so I'm answering. What do you think the answer to your question is? I'm not playing games. I'm wondering if maybe you just didn't... I knew it, and I talked about it, and I was ticked off. Ticked off. It had nothing... It has nothing to do with who's president. Nothing. I was disgusted about the Iraqi translators, and I and I read editorials about it then, and I'm disgusted about the Afghans. That's it. And in both cases, the State Department, if they gave a damn about human life... Rather than BLM and, and gay pride, they, w- they could save these lives in a nanosecond. This is a bureaucracy thing. It's also a presidential thing because the president could make a big deal. We, we don't abandon our allies. I, and it was depressing when it happened in Iraq under Trump, and it's depressing today in Afghanistan under Biden. That's it. It's very, it, it just is. I mean, even on purely selfish grounds, don't we want to send the message, if you help America, we don't abandon you? Forget morality and decency. Taliban are religious Nazis. That's it. That's all they are. They're religious Nazis. Muslim Nazis. Nazi Muslims depending on which you want the noun to be. All righty, everybody. So today in uh, California, supposedly uh, the mandate for wearing masks has ended. It's gargantuan idiocy among the many idiocies we have lived through. Now... Did you notice today, you, you, well, you, when you do your jogging, there's nobody on the street, you do it so early, so there's nothing you could tell, but if, did you see people today? Because when I walked into this building, I saw one person who was not masked. So did, do, you have any, uh, do you have any take yet on whether Californians are abandoning their masks? Which, if you heard Ami Horowitz yesterday, you should see his video. Is it still up at DennisPrager.com? Ami Horowitz made a video asking people, it's four and a half minutes, it's, it's very sobering, asking people in Manhattan why they're wearing masks outdoors. 
And the the answers were frightening. I mean, but at least honest. One woman said, it's my pacifier. Another one said, I'm used to it. And, and that's what it's become. I am very, very curious to see. I'm going to try to go today or tomorrow into some store, you know, big store, like a grocery store. So let me understand, the workers still in Cal OSHA, what does OSHA stand for again? Occupational safety, what's the H for? Horrific? Humongous, some yes, administration, safety and happiness administration. Yes, that's that's. I'll, I'll give it a name. Occupational safety and health. Administration. Occupational safety and health administration. What would we do without them? The number of people who have control over people's lives in America is unprecedented in its numbers. This will be a very interesting thing. Will I see anybody in California with a mask outdoors now? Hello, everybody. Dennis Prager here. Glenn, Ontario, California. Hello there. Hi, Mr. Prager. Real quick, I stopped at Stater Brothers on the way to work this morning. And uh, Stater Brothers is a big grocery chain here. And uh, I went in without a mask. And I saw about seven people in line with the mask on. And I said, isn't the mandate over today? And the lady at the checkout counter said, yes, you don't have to wear it. And I said, man, all the sheep still wearing masks. I think that the government scared them that much. So that's just to answer a question about what you just talked about. Why I called, I told the call screener about what I believe should come to a surprise to us in the schools is that we have activists masquerading as teachers now in the public school system. And over the last five years, I've noticed that when I talk to my students' teachers, I have these dialogues with them. And uh, I ask questions like, do you teach the differentiation between biological males and biological females? Ask if it's male or female, because that's, that's hitting into their vocabulary. And what I've noticed is they use the vocabulary of activists, a lot of these teachers. And that's kind of where we are right now. It's, it's, it's activists masquerading. As yes, you know what? That is an excellent, excellent phrase. I will adopt it, and this is another example of me learning something superb from a caller. Activists masquerading as teachers. Well, let's, let's, let's keep that. That's exactly right. It's all a masquerade. It's activists masquerading as congressmen, activists masquerading as governors, activists masquerading as doctors. That's right. We're in a giant masquerade. Masquerade with a K? Oh, good one. Oh. Why didn't you react when I said about your reaction to uh, um, Andrew and Todd? You're a little embarrassed. Things are normal here at the Dennis Prager Show, I'm happy to report. That is exactly right, my friends. In, in In three words, four words, you now know why 
reason number 50 to take your children out of most schools. They're not taught by teachers. They're taught by activists masquerading as teachers. I'm Dennis Prager, back momentarily. The Dennis Prager Show, live from the Relief Factor pain-free studio. 